0: Avocado.
1: Avocado. With what I do, I feel like, I strongly, and I keep saying this, I feel like nobody can touch me in, mm. in, like, in puns and wordplay departments. That's a good right there.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are welcome to The Young God, a podcast for gods. I'm your host Rodney Amokatje and my guest today is a programmer, comedian, writer a true multi-hyphenate. If you're unfamiliar with the term, a multi-hyphenate is a person whose career spans multiple skills and fields. Sort of like an actor, singer, songwriter, or an architect, designer, photographer. The main detail to note about multi-hyphenates is that each skill is a source of income, an actual means of livelihood, not a mere hobby or talent. In fact, I'm currently working on an episode Deconstructing the emergence of multi-hyphenates in a post-COVID-19 world. Where's the space? Uh, you could learn a lot from that one. Oh, and by the way, I just realized that we hit 80 episodes last week. Can you imagine, y'all? We've been doing this for 23 months, and we have hit 80. I, when I when I realized it, I was like just awestruck. At first of all, my commitment and passion for the for the young god but also the fact that you guys have stuck with me through 80 fucking episodes I can't even think back, I can't. when I think back I'm like, what even the hell was I talking about that you guys would stick with me And I, but I appreciate it, I love it and I can't wait till we hit 100 more I'm hoping we do that by the end of the year by the way I wonder how we're going to celebrate when that happens, any suggestions? But back to my guest He just released his first book titled The Souls That Said No. I haven't read it but the Amazon reviews are fire. He wrote the book after a bad breakup which he declined to get into and I respect that. One thing we both agree on though is that heartbreak builds character and inspires great novels. Can I get an amen? Amen. Yes. His name is Yuri Winston. And don't let the European name fool you. He's as black and as Nigerian as they come. Here's a fun fact. This conversation was not in the plan. When I woke up that morning, I had no idea that I'll be recording an episode with this gentleman. And here's the story. Usually I plan weeks, maybe months in advance, coming up with questions and taking notes in preparation for conversations. But in this case, I had just finished recording an episode with a mutual friend at the cafe where I usually do my guest work. And you and I, Yuri and I bumped into each other. For the first time. The vibe was right, the timing was right. It was recorded at first sight. And yeah, so we decided that on the spot we would make like Nike and just do it. And we did it. And we hope you enjoy it. Lego.
1: you get right. some water. Uh, I'm, I'm good. Okay. Right, I'm okay. Perfect. Right. First of all, you need really like how who named you that? It, it all right. It is. Let me tell you what I tell the women when they ask me this question. <laughs> I lie to them that I'm half Russian. My grandma is Russian, and whatever, the the whatever. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, my father spent most of his life in Russia, and he came back, and he was obsessed with Russian names. Yeah. My brother is called Sasha, Ooh. and my sister is Alba oh wow like how yeah. about a-u-b-a a-l-b-a oh yeah, yeah like jody alba from barcelona
0: first of all yeah i think you read a dope name thank you i think you know that too i do yeah it's, it's, it does the work yeah, yeah. and then your last name is
1: winston yuri winston yeah
0: nigga that, if that's not a porn star name <laughs> or, <laughs> or some like yeah, that's that's a very fitting
1: name. Cheers! Thank you. Yeah,
0: and uh, so you're you're a writer and a programmer.
1: First, which one which one comes first? Writer. I believe writer comes before everything else. Mm. Then the because uh, I'm also a comedian, but then the comedian bit is just to um, spread the word, just spread the awareness of my name or whatever. Then mm. that brings them to what I do primarily, which is the writing. So, yeah.
0: so like where, where do you perform or like what's your like what's your shtick?
1: Well, uh, recently I've started to frequent. Uh ALS, Abuja Literary Society, I don't know if you should know of it. Yes, uh, yes I do. And uh yeah, because I, I bring in something that, that isn't usually present there, which is comedy. They don't usually have uh comedians, they just have poets and spoken word people yeah. which I find to be honest very boring. Me too. Uh, right. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> so uh so yeah though, like this the soft comedy that I do is more of puns, white play type mm. type stuff, you know? Things that make them think. And they 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 eat all that shit up because it's you know, it's intellectual or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. And it's different. Yeah, it is different. It is there different. is there is I I haven't met any African comedian that does stuff like that, you know? Oh yeah?
0: Yeah.
1: I would I would love to hear it. d I'm not, I'm not gonna put you on the spot now and say telling a joke, but I um, could do that. Okay. But, yeah, because I, like last time I performed was last week Friday. Mm. So one of the jokes that I told that got the utmost applause was mm. brace yourself. Okay. Was uh my girlfriend left me because of my snobbishness and my homosexuality i cannot stop doing guy <laughs> so, so so yeah those sort of jokes those yeah <laughs> you know when you said when you said snobbishness and homosexuality yeah. i was like,
0: where is this going? Where is this going? Right. Well, right, right, right. Okay,
1: that, that. yeah, like, you know, stuff like that is so sort of amazing for me to write because it's like, mm. it's the thought process behind it. The thought process behind that was doing guys. Someone just mm. mentioned stop doing guys. I was like, huh, doing guys sounds like, like, it sounds gay. You know? Yeah, like, how yeah. can I make a joke out of it? And then I did that. And so you're yeah, assuming that magic. guy is, 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 is the person's name? He's a person, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, that's, that's clever.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So, like, where does, where, where does your, your sense of humor come from like what what inspires the process uh, british comedy british mm. yeah british joke writers. Get,
1: get, gets you all the time huh? Jimmy Carr mm. Lee Mack, and, and stuff yeah like wit, wit is sort of what I want to be known for
0: yeah okay yeah. so I like to think of myself as a as a bit of a comedian as well okay um I don't have any like jokes ah, I want to put you on the spot in my back pocket okay but I guarantee you that we're mm. in this Zone yeah. as we're conversing, no. I'm gonna sneak it in, sprinkle it in, yeah. in their catch mm-hmm. up guard. Yeah, mm-hmm. so my, my favorite comedians are Dave Chappelle, I love him, he's mine as well. Yeah, she's he's mine. Yeah. My um, I love Cat Williams, yeah. I love Chris Rock, he's also mine. And there's one more guy I can't forget, but those three guys, you know, take the cake from me. And you know, in this day of political correctness, how do you deal with that? How do you do you find yourself having to like was it on your jokes, or do you like well, to see what the fuck you want to well, say? Well,
1: see, here's the thing. I started writing jokes 2011, 2012, right? Mm-hmm. And it was in a website called Sickipedia, which was known... It's been shut down now for one reason. The reason is that it was, it was a dark humor website. It was oh, really, wow. really, really dark. I'm talking rape, pedophile, incest jokes, right? right. So I would usually uh writes like post those kind of jokes on twitter and back then twitter like there was no pc culture back then there was no yeah. cancel culture back then. Yeah. it was anything was acceptable mm-hmm. so um how that's affected my my jokes now like i still tell i still write those kind of jokes i just don't post them on social media right. because fast forward five years from now if i do become the president or whatever which I'm running for president, by the way, somebody could pull up those materials and then go, hey, you told a joke about raping, so it's like, yeah, so. You know, I, I think that's like really, really
0: like silly that people do that. You, yeah. know, you know that's what happened with Kevin Hart? Yeah. Maybe. Where he was supposed to put the Oscars the and then Oscars. something from like 10 years ago yeah. it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's so weird because at the time, yeah. the joke came out. It was funny. It was funny. It was yeah. normal, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. And now suddenly you're holding this guy accountable for something that everybody...
1: everyone accepted back then you get like
0: i feel like that council culture stuff is bullshit in that regard
1: yeah i mean then i i guess you also have to you also have to add that nowadays people people like people just want validation and i guess it's because it's more of a twitter thing this council culture is sort of originated from twitter and my own theory about people on twitter nowadays is everyone is just there just a you know it's like a mob mentality thing Mm -hmm. it's like it's, it's what the cool kids approve and all that. I had a point where I've completely forgotten what it was. It happens. It happens. Yeah. But yeah though, anyway. Smoke weed every day. Are you high right now? <laughs> Are you? Am I what? Are you high right now? No, but there is a scent here. There's like a tea thing and it's, it's 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 assaulting my nostrils. It's it's quite yeah. And I I know I I love it, don't get me wrong. Okay. It's yeah, it's pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, we're we're in a Coffee, coffee shop right now. So is there weed here? Um, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, if there is, I shall frequent frequent here more often. Yeah. yeah I, I, oh, okay. We can we can ask the management. If <laughs> okay. All right. So so uh so back to the back to the chapel thing. I'm guessing that Chappelle's last special sort of made you very happy because he tackled the combat. You know the PC. You know what? Yes, and hearing that, you know, I figured
0: that. PC culture has its place, it has yeah. it. Like, it's necessary. Like, you can't just be saying all kinds of shit yeah. to yeah. people for no reason and not have mm-hmm. consequences. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I feel like comedy, especially stand up, especially like that enclosed space, yeah. should be like, you need, need a space where it's allowed to say exactly what's in your mind. As a joke. As a joke. As a joke yeah. Do you get it? Yeah. Like, I feel we need a space for that. Not yeah. like just really walking around yeah, talking yeah, shit yeah, yeah, but we yeah. still need those spaces especially in this world because where else will you release because yeah. the, the purpose of the joke I, I feel like it's not just to you know poke fun at the victim right. but it's a, it's a good way of making you think about the issue yeah without drawing on the negative feelings yeah. that you associate with it yeah like the rape joke he told about um bill cosby yeah the way he artfully yeah. delivered it, key, yeah. the point yeah. like only in a way only Dave Chappelle could yeah. Yeah. so he's talking about rape and the fact that he he raped like over 46 people
1: yeah and he yeah. said
0: man that nigga did steph curry numbers
1: <laughs> if you know anything <laughs> about steph curry you know i forgot about that yeah. you know yeah. 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 you know
0: so i mean rape is a touch issue but when he said like that like mm. oh steph True, that's like nobody has raped at that rate. At that rate before, yeah. And least not that we know of. Yeah. yeah. And then, oh, oh, except the other guy who came out in the UK, in Manchester. Heard about that? I, I think it was known to be like he has he's
1: raped the most people ever or something. It was, there were was men. a kid, yeah. Whoa.
0: And were, it was men who was raping, yeah. Well then, that's talent. That's what that is. Bruh. That's fucking that's fucking talent.
1: We invite you in, yeah. drug your water, yeah and but for you until this <laughs> And that's the thing, though. Know, like how not, how how can you report that though? Like who is who is going to buy that? See, that's
0: the thing. That. Yeah. None of these guys, none of these guys yeah. knew they were ripped. They woke up the next day and went home. It was only after, I think, someone got wind of his phone, and he would like he to tape it like he have a like yeah, to tape yeah, yeah. his fucking victims as he was doing that, and they found. Hours, 40 hours of footage on a nigga's hours. iPhone. We're talking six gig yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: of memory. 40 hours. 40 hours. I mean, not all at once though. Like, it's not just... No, all together. All yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 And like, imagine the police having to call you.
0: Um, excuse me, sir. You were right. Um, yeah, we just found footage that uh, you were raped on so-and-so-so day uh, by such yeah. a person. you like to come to the station and see for yourself what... what, what. And like, what? And
1: you'd go and see yourself. Man, I mean, I'm I'm sure after being butt fucked, you should be able to tell that yo, my butt hurts, right? Right. Or he just has a little penis that he just can't really tell. Probably. Yeah. Maybe he also lubricated. So, you, like, I, I I don't know. Just the, the right, right. I, I have never done that. So, I can't, I can't say. But no, no, no. I uh, like. I totally. You know, get that. Mm. I totally understand that. I totally understand that. Yeah, the thing also I would say about about jokes, uh, well, dark jokes are. Say you say you are in a comedy club and you tell a joke about a celebrity who had like a very bad ex experience, yeah, mm. and everyone there laughed because obviously it was a joke, right? Yes. And then somebody posts that joke, on, on let's say on shot a website or whatever mm. and then the people that it happened to like the, the celebrity or whatever mm. they get to find out and then everyone starts to be very irate at the comedian mm. is it the comedian's fault then at this point or is it the journalist's fault because the journalist has uh there's comedian that put this he sort of took a bullet that was going nowhere mm. and he just took the bullet and put it in front of the celebrity like the bullet wasn't going anywhere Mm-mm. he didn't tell it to the face of the celebrity because then that would be fucking cruel yeah he took it to like some you know just a bunch of strangers or whatever and then so on now because they want to get the guy fired or they want to them, it it doesn't make any sense at this point but like people who get mad over jokes most times are not even mad they just they just want to be among they just want to ruin someone's life They just you know yeah so fuck them anyway yeah nothing's really ever that deep because
0: like if it's in a joke if it's in a stand-up setting yeah that's the context exactly 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 it's not like he went on his phone when IG level was like I'm them and, you know I like <laughs> talking stuff it was yeah. something people paid for and it was and things, I think it's more than anything it's a form of expression it is and i feel like at any point in time if you're trying to like stifle someone's ability to express themselves mm. no matter how crazy
1: it sounds i feel like that is like wrong it's trying to control thoughts control thoughts if, if someone can, cannot have the ability to to think freely and speak mm. freely then you are trying to control your thoughts yeah. and that is a form of, you know, stock police, a form of fascism or whatever. And
0: no, no original thoughts can ever be had without f- offending someone. Exactly. That's even the exactly. funny thing about it. So I feel exactly. um, stand up comedy is a precious genre to me. Mm. And I feel um, <clears throat> for you, mm. for any comedian in, in, in Nigeria right now, mm. especially in Abuja, which is like on that tipping point between conservative and like you the so? alternative. Yeah. So it's like it's always tipping i feel yeah, like right, right. we need voices that like that challenge that's challenging man because people are trying too hard to be funny as opposed to telling truths right with that sprinkle of humor yeah you know what i'm saying yeah like the average nigerian comedian is like trying to make stereotypical jokes of y- Yoruba people or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you just
1: act, you know what i'm saying yeah yeah <laughs> I, I i understand what you mean i mean i i think most of it is to me it's just not funny
0: mm.
1: i feel like every comedian nowadays tries to fit into the box of what they feel in a nigerian comedian should sound like which is this be loud mm-hmm. speak pigeon in a very worry type way yeah. and then just, just just be slightly funny and, and you know that's it but then the problem with that is we've seen the original comedians who like who, who have pioneered this shit and mm-hmm. then we just see you and then we go you just a fucking carbon copy of this other guy like yeah. find your own personality just yeah. build do that do something different stand out or something yeah right? yeah yeah oh man yeah. because it's, it's fun performing Parts of why it's fun performing is because like of groupies. People,
0: yeah. there's so
1: many times where I performed. There was one time that I performed yeah. and then a random girl just ran and she just hugged me. Mm. And stuff like that, that, that I live for, you know? Just love to be recognized. I know, right?
0: It's not too much to ask. not too much to ask. Just
1: recognize me,
0: man. I was, I was at wow. an open mic myself yeah. like last year and I've had these poems on my phone that I've never said ever. Oh, and okay. they're like, really like, how do you say out there? You know? And it goes on a little be like, I wanna finance your finance. I wanna make your dreams come to pass.
1: I like that like You know? Yeah. So that's
0: that's how the poem went like <laughs> 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 Clever Wordplay man. Yeah, I got, I got practical. it too. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> So you know, I, I performed that and you know, at first we we're like you hear the crowd, woo, you know, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. then they appreciate that someone just comes out there and just scatters yeah, yeah, what yeah, should yeah, be. So yeah, yeah. yeah man, there's a, there's a market for that. I think comedians need to, like, start...
1: Start being clever, yo. Yeah, start, start being, being clever. clever. Yeah, make yeah. people think,
0: make them, you know, like, like, go deeper into some of this stuff. Are we like, talking about comedy?
1: <laughs> I just, I just you, know, you know what
0: you know what i think it applies to all of us like,
1: yeah deeper I, th- I think so too But now, to be honest though part of not just I'm, the tip not sure. <laughs> okay now i <for laughs> what i was going to say i swear i've, I've legit like, forgotten what i was going to say <laughs> oh yeah so what i was going to say was this uh so people usually ask why do, like do i do i ever get nervous before i perform do i ever feel like people are going to boo because maybe your joke is too clever or what? maybe people don't get it or something like that mm. And then, there's, this, is, this is going to sound as though I'm bragging, and to be honest, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, I don't ever think that uh, that I would ever get booed or anything, because no. the style of comedy that I do, like, it can be found anywhere around.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's, for instance, if you're a singer, mm-hmm. and you want to go sing in front of an audience, yeah? mm-hmm. there are people that will judge you because they are, because there are artists out there there could be someone that sings in the crowd so it could be like all right this is good but uh, i could do better however Mm. but with what i do i feel like i strongly and i keep saying this i feel like nobody can touch me in Mm. in like in puns and wordplay department that's a good right there i feel like nobody touched me in that room whatever room i'm in in fact in the fucking country and again it sounds like i'm bragging but i've been doing this for so long that i've sort of mastered you know this thing i do which is i'm like I, I tell the crowd to throw me a word or a phrase, mm-hmm. and instantly I make a joke out of it. Like, it's that. pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nigga. <dude. laughs> well, not every time. <laughs> yeah. but, but hold up, but like, pancakes is a funny word because it's like pan and cake. It's just literally just one thing. It's kind of, you know. Anyway, i this yeah, It's a-
0: Happens. it was it was too quick too quick you yeah. were in fact you were thinking of something else
1: yeah yeah <laughs> plus it should be noted that there's a girl with a nice ass next to me that's distracted me <laughs> so so that's why i couldn't pick up of... it has been a long day yeah, yeah, it's, it's been a long, long year it's, it's been a long well the year just started though right? exactly <laughs> bruh it's bruh. february it's in mid ge- it's mid february in january we had
0: the australia bushfires we yeah. had kobe's death we have Meghan Markle and Prince Harry give the royal family. World, g- War three. World War III. Potential three. World War III. Yeah. Uh, coronavirus yeah. in January, bro. Right, right, right. So it's been a long year. Yeah, right, right. So you're
1: writing a book. I have written a book. Yes, you've written a book. Yeah. What's it called? What's it about? And why? The book is titled The Souls That Said No. It's pretty much about this, yes? Yeah. Kunle Stevenson uncovers the darkest secrets of the Nigerian government <clears throat> after he takes his own life. He strangely finds himself in the heart of a conspiracy that has been growing for 20 years. It's too late to save himself, but can he save his homeland? Hmm. What did it take to write such a book? It sounds like... Okay, well, my inspiration to write this was... Well, it was a, it was a lot of things, because I was coming from a, from a place in my life at that time yeah. where um, well, I had, had my very first heartbreak. Oh, yeah? Yeah, which which was very terrible. Like, it was very, very, very The best stories start with heartbreak. Right, yeah, and then I had like some huge uh, internet conspiracy at that time, yeah. so I was like, I need to pull myself, I need to make myself feel good, and I turned to the one thing that I that I do best, which is writing. So I wrote two books, one of which is this, yeah. uh, the souls that said no. It's this is a novella, mm-hmm. and then after this one, once uh, the aim is once people have have started to sort of uh, talk about me or whatever, then I put the other one. Mm-hmm. The other one is, I think it's. It's fucking excellent, if, if I say so myself. That's it. That's it it could be That one would could be my Da Vinci Code. actually. It could, oh, yeah? It, it could be the one that... But anyway, let me not talk too much about it. Yeah. But yeah, though.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I get inspired by reading and by watching things that I like, which is mystery, thrilling stuff, like mm. like The X-Files. Mm. Uh, I like reading Dan Brown. Dan mm. Brown is my favorite author. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just stuff that makes you think, you know? So I, I try to apply some philosophical um, things yeah. and sort of put that into my book to make my readers think. Yeah. You get what I mean? yeah. Okay, right? okay. right. oh, well, I, I, um, I'm also <clears throat>
0: writing a book. I'm writing one book now, which is self-help. Yeah, and I have a plan to write another book in the future, okay. which is going to be more fiction. Okay.
1: Okay. But the
0: book I'm currently writing is called To Be a God.
1: That's a self-help book? Yeah, To oh. Be a
0: God Among Men. Basically it's um, me sharing like what I believe are the psychological traits mm-hmm. a person must have in this world to like be able to, to thrive and to continue to grow and to Tell know. me some of them if, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, things like self awareness, mm-hmm. like how deep it is and how like underrated it is in our culture mm-hmm. and how like just the simple thing of knowing why you're the way you are mm-hmm. is like the 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 trigger for all kinds of of growth in all all areas of your life. Mm -hmm. I talk about um, being able to reinvent yourself. So you get to a point where you're like, you've been living based on what the world is expected of you. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, it's okay to like reinvent yourself, to to decide, okay, I want to be this, this is the character I want to be. Same way, the young girl is my character. Mm -hmm. It's like an idea I formed and a story I tell myself. Mm -hmm. You get, Mm -hmm. so you can now decide to like reinvent yourself Mm -hmm. in a way that allows you to make sense of the world, your way, and then you go from there. Right. Then I talk about self-reliance you know, being able to depend on yourself for your needs you get you don't have to like, you can enjoy things without needing things you don't really have to meet people you don't have to like like build yourself to be strong and depend on yourself mm. and so then I just go like that Each chapter just dissects the traits that I feel like makes
1: people are like, truly amazing in this world yeah. Yeah. so yeah. that's really what it is that sounds very very interesting because most of the conversations yeah. that, I, that I have with people are the, the sort of center around self-development, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I'll be super interested in yeah. that.
0: And my favorite chapter yeah. is the one about the inner child. It's exactly. the last chapter actually. It's like so while you've done all these things, mm. do not forget that
1: like to to mm. maintain that that core of curiosity. Uh, yeah that's that is that is, that's is very vital. Because because we're sort of advised to be childlike. Mm. I mean not not childish but childlike yeah, because childlike yeah yeah. Childish
0: is being immature.
1: He's being immature. Childlike yeah. is being cured, being playful, being you know, natural, being natural. asking yeah, 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 yeah. ask for
0: what you want. Yeah, you know, being creative. Yeah. You know, so that just tops it off, like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Don't ever lose that because once
1: you lose it, you become. A, it's like it's. I mean, it sort of goes back to the Dave Chappelle, Mark Twain thing that he said. He he to, He said, he told the crowd what his mother used to tell him that uh, you should always it's a be a lamb, or you should always uh i've got to know what is it it's
0: you have to be a lion you have to learn to be a lion so you
1: yeah. can be the lamp. lamb. you truly, you truly are. are yeah because yeah. because the world is exactly
0: know, yeah
1: exactly. it also goes back to the phrase which is uh, uh i would rather be a warrior in a garden than a, than a gardener in a war i don't know if you ever saw that that phrase i've never seen the Let's say it again. I, I, okay, I, I'm I'm probably butchering it, yeah? but mm. it's like I would rather be a warrior in a garden than be a gardener in in, the, in a war. In war, actually yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Because you sort of have to like, in as much as you, as you have to be kind and you have to be very, very, um, dare I say, innocent. I don't know if innocent is the right word to use, mm. but then you should all you should also know that the world is not as innocent. They would you not know, mirror. You sort of have to put your guard. You have to defend yourself. You yeah. know What I mean, you have to be strong you have to have to protect yourself and to protect mm-hmm. the people around you yeah. but then you should also be show kindness to other people to people yeah, yeah like you let, let, you let your strength be like the last resort yeah exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> and then all these niggas because the world is tough man that's really the yeah, idea man. it's like, tough it's tough and you gotta be like like reaching towards being the best version of yourself to yeah you know? so, yeah i mean
1: which which is why to be honest like i mean i am all with a lot of the feminist um, things that they say that, that feminists say but then when they try to downplay masculinity and then and then call it toxic because mm-hmm. of your because of the aggression and all the they don't like the world is tough. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to be that way as a man. Yeah. Now it is it is like because a strong man is a man who can have all of that and then still have the fucking mind to, to then to then protect the ones he loves, yeah. like, protect everyone. I mean, you know what yeah. I mean. But then you sort of have to be, be yeah, fucking tough because it's a fucking tough world. Um, so I'm guessing also in terms of like finding oneself, you would also um, talk about meditation and stuff, right? Meditation, yes. Yeah. You know, um, all these um,
0: mental activities that really open up the mind a, a little bit.
1: Yeah, because it's very rare is that we just focus on our breathing. Just, let's just say we are working or let's say during our lunch break or whatever, we're usually just in the world yeah yeah, yeah. there's a video someone t- uh, sent mm-hmm. to me he was talking about meditation he talking yeah. about how you should meditate like it's better when you wake up from sleep not oh. the way you not after a long day when you're tired or whatever you wake up from sleep then you just do breathing exercises mm-hmm. and the more you focus more on your breath the more you are away from your thoughts yeah. and that helps you and then the more you focus the, yeah it's a lot it's a lot, yeah. it's, a lot yeah. it's a lot it's a lot yeah, it's a it's lot it's cool. Cool. It was there's a there's a phrase that, that goes uh humans spend 90 percent of their lives in memory i think it's true because it's like we are never really mindful mm. and part of what meditation does is to get you to be mindful in the and to, yeah, to be in the moment and part of i feel like the whole inner peace thing mm. i feel like it does exist okay and why i feel that way is okay like three years ago i was trying to cultivate something and i feel like i sort of mastered it then mm. and the thing then was that um, I realized that crying over spilled milk is pointless. So, I cultivated that thing unconsciously to the point now where if something bad happens, if something that doesn't go as planned happens, mm-hmm. I, because of how mindful that I have trained myself to become, I go through it in that moment that, that it's happened. Mm-hmm. And then I just like i don't feel the negative impact of not having that thing or that mm-hmm. not, not going the wrong way and then i end up being happy okay yeah i end mm-hmm. up being just happy yeah. and then i i think that in my opinion is what the inner peace thing is because yeah. like a lot of people get stressed and worried over yeah. there's always something whether it's an uncle whether there's you just don't have enough money mm. doesn't matter there's always something bothering you there's mm. but there always is something mm. and what people do is they latch on to that negative thing Mm. and then that causes them to have stress to have to have to have worry and then at some point just eat away at them and they just end up finding they just end up always being worried and end up being stressed you get what i mean but then once you just accept things that you can't change Mm -hmm. then you sort of reach a place in your life where nothing bugs you anymore whenever Mm -hmm. something negative happens to you you go through it in the moment it's part of living in the moment so because it's sort of like being here most times i just come to a place and I just leave my phone. I put my phone on silent. Mm. Even if there's nothing spectacular happening. It was just this jazz music playing in the, in the fucking whatever. Yeah. I just enjoy it. Mm. You get what I mean? And it's like, the more mindful you are, the more you start to notice that there are so many ingredients of, so many things are happening in the now mm. that would make you feel good. Mm. But because your intellect has seen it as, this is boring. This doesn't make any sense. Mm. But then the more you become mindful, which is the more the more you meditate, the more you become mindful, the more you subconsciously, and then, unconsciously become mindful, the more you start to find yourself just being happy for no reason whatsoever. Because you start to imagine that, start to know that because we're, we're, we're all human beings, yeah? Mm-hmm. And nature, like we're one with nature. Mm-hmm. And then because of our thoughts just take over our head and make us worried all, all the time. But the more you stay away from your intellect, and be more the moment, the more you, you start to be happy. Yeah. It's like you see all these pictures of uh, children in the village who are just playing around. Just, yeah. They just have no worries in the world. They don't have mobile phones, yeah. which many of us can't live without these mobile phones. Yeah. They just, just walk, run around with It's It's kind of why children are like the way they are. They don't have any worries. Yeah. But then a lot of people will say, well, when you, <laughs> when you become an adult, you have all these, uh, these uh, responsibilities that you have to do. Mm. Well, you can't deal with these responsibilities without being worried about what mm. you can't do. Because if you worry about the things that you can't do, then you're fucking yourself up, mm. and then you don't have peace of mind. Mm. One of the beautiful things
0: about the teachers is that you start to you start to appreciate little things.
1: You yeah, things. yeah, you the yeah. Things, man.
0: yeah. Because you're you're like I even got this my tattoo.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask what is that? What what's the?
0: Yeah, it's, it's the it's a, it's a a symbol for being in the moment. It's the greater than left than sign facing inwards, and that dot's like. What has come before and mm. what is to come don't matter. All yeah. that matters
1: is kind of looks like two Pacmans trying to get away. <laughs>
0: yeah, but that—that's what this What's oh, it called? It's I don't know. I just saw it. Yeah, when I was reading about meditation, okay, and I saw this as one of the things. Oh. Right, right. So whenever I look at it, it just reminds me to you know like like be it. present, you know, to stay. Yeah. It's the only one I got, and I think it's the most meaningful thing I can put on my
1: body right now. Yeah, yeah. you know. But yeah.
0: Um, Man, I think, I just, the, the reason why I started this podcast is because I'm just really, really interested in what it's like. There's many great people out there, you know, in history who have been able to, like, transcend themselves mm-hmm. in terms of, like, being able to achieve a lot professionally and mm-hmm. personally and, you know, just make an impact mm-hmm. in ways that, that are measurable. Mm-hmm. So, for me, that is something that I've been trying to, like, with myself like what are these things these attributes that make these guys tick you know what is it what is like the kingdom of god what does it mean to be like a god among men so like basically Mm. while other people are busy milling about about petty things Mm. i'm like trying to to reach a higher higher you know higher um mentally emotionally Mm. you know i want to see things that people can't see Mm. feel things like get my intuition running Mm -hmm. like and these are the things that make life just so much more interesting as opposed to you know, just the mundane things that people the material you know, like being able to spot nuance and appreciate like the the great areas of life. Yeah. That is my shit. And that's what this podcast is about. It's just trying to explore that with people like such as you, yeah. who are doing interesting things, who have like really cool minds that have yeah. experienced yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like nothing nothing makes character like breakups. Loki. Always people that man, like dates man, feel shit. <laughs> feel shit. Let people fuck you up. That shit
1: yeah, it'll if, make you I tell my younger ones I don't have any I tell like the younger uh, people people who work in in offices, like IT yeah. and and coppers I tell them that people who haven't had girlfriends yeah. I tell them that you should get into relationships for the sole purpose of having your heart broken, yeah. and they never seem to understand that. Yeah. It's like now imagine, imagine not falling in love until you are married, and then and then your wife starts to do what women do. No offense to women, yeah. but then you, you don't know how to handle that shit. And then your wife now leaves you, or let's say your wife now sleeps with like your, your best friend or something. Mm-hmm. You gotta go kill yourself because mm-hmm. you you haven't dealt with this shit before. What doesn't kill you will make you stronger. I feel yeah. like I'm a stronger person than I was pre-breakup. It was like three years ago that I had my, my, my uh, heart broken. Yeah. It plunged me into... I'd rather not go into it, but I, I it made me do really, really terrible things. And then you wrote a fucking book. And I wrote a fucking book. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you, ex-girlfriend of mine. I still will murder you if I find you. But, yeah, th- thank you.
0: No, uh, yeah. Now, breakups are underrated. I see people always running away from from relationships or from pain.
1: Yeah, from pain. I don't, I don't get it. it yeah, it's mean. like... I mean, you know what? Actually, let me, let's let's empathize for a second. Yeah, of course. We get it. <laughs> you sound like assholes. Yeah. like we, fuck you for right? paying
0: me. We get it. Like pain yeah. sucks, but yeah. like, the flip side, the silver lining is that it really like makes you like it brings out the best mm-hmm. of you, man. Mm-hmm. You know. So I always like I can't wait to like fall for someone. And obviously, you hope for the best. Yeah. But then when things go bad, I'm, I'm ready sorry. for it. Like, yeah. I'll feel what I feel, man. Feel let let whatever happens happens, yeah. and then get the silver lining from it. You know, you get the the rewards from it. Same with like writing a book. Like, right. reason it's hard, man. Like, mm-hmm. to be able to like put your ideas down and make you feel like it's mm-hmm. will make sense to you mm-hmm. and someone reading so, it. Perhaps, yeah. It's hard, like, you have to go over it over and over again. But then you know that at the end of it all, if you're able to like push through yeah. and do this one time,
1: yeah you can do it hundred times. Exactly. exactly. Do you I, know what I'm saying? I love that. I love that quote. So yeah i mean writing writing is actually a fantastic thing it is, mm. it, is it is my greatest passion, mm. and I hope to be recognized internationally mm. as one of the best that has ever done it, pro- it. Pro- probably even the best to be honest. speak it. because like i I study the best mm. um, I read the best stories mm. And I pick up elements of like different movies. to Find out, okay, find out what was it about the story that made this a fantastic thing? Yeah. What like I I listen to songs. I feel mm-hmm. like with every single artsy thing, mm-hmm. there's an underlying thing. It's like for every Eminem song, for every ludicrous song, that me, there's something about it. The hidden truth. The hidden truth. Yeah. There's, there's a hidden. Maybe there's a way he rapped it, the way he delivered it. Mm-hmm. And then I found out what well, with with uh, music anyway. Let's say with with rap music, I realized that mm-hmm. you sort of have to. Create something interesting. Mm. You have to get someone's. You have to hold someone's interest. Mm. If you're rapping, if you're just like just using a, a, just one flow, mm. person loses interest. Uh, like it's more of a mental thing. You but I mean. If you're if, if you're watching a movie that just has something bland, like mm. a scene that just goes on for too long, you mm. can you can do that. But like if you're talking about something important, whatever. But if you're just being monotone mm. in your music or in your in your art, whatever it is, yeah. you can lose someone's interest. So you sort of have to. You have to be unpredictable yeah. in your art, mm-hmm. and that will keep someone's attention. Yes. Whether you're writing, whether you're you're, you're rapping, yeah. if you, if someone thinks you you want to rhyme this word, you rhyme a different word. Yes. You have to keep the person's yes. mind engaged. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah, I feel like
0: whenever I'm listening to a song and I'm able to like anticipate what the next yeah is yeah be,
1: yeah subconsciously so so yeah lose okay that's like, a regular rapper yeah yeah you get what I mean?
0: Mm. And everything is like a hidden truth mm. in every little thing exactly that, and I feel like. That's where like the joy of life is when you notice that those things that, um, are below the surface. Yeah. It's, whether it's in the person
1: mm.
0: or in the book, bro. Life is deep mm. and it's simple at the same time.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. There's there's this uh, there's this symbol. It's of a snake eating its own tail. It's called the Ouroboros. Have you seen it? Yes. 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 Yeah. It's. It represents a lot of things, but there's a particular thing. There's a quote which I got from the Exiles, and I put it in the opening credits of my book. Mm. It is, "You must go full circle to find the truth." Mm. Now, I believe I have a firm belief in reincarnation. Mm-hmm. I feel like what goes around will come out. Will we'll, like what what happens? Uh, what goes around will come around. Probably yeah. not in this earth, in this earth life, but maybe in the next life or something. Yeah. Because I believe that. Um, that yeah, if you see life as just if you see existence as just one life like we just do one life that you i like, want to that, that, that you, like, you're living right now mm-hmm. then you can't really understand the, the perfection of god mm-hmm. i'm not trying to go into spirituality or whatever but it's like Why not? okay okay sure sure but like if you see it in terms of like different earth lives mm-hmm. then you can see you can find certain answers like like why, is, like like why bad things happen to good people, for instance. You mm. get what I mean? Like mm. this person that seemed good or whatever, something bad happens to. It. Like perhaps, maybe, maybe if you think about it, that maybe it was his karma from a different life mm. that sort of affected him now. You mm. get what I mean? Because mm. then only then does it close its cycle. Only only then does the snake does does it come full full circle, mm. and it's it is in that that is like that is the redemption of. So it's like we have come here once before. I feel like we have come here once before, probably even several times. And each time we come here, we do something that we have to sort of pay for it or whatever. But mm-hmm. because there is not enough time, we then, you know, are reborn into like a new life or whatever. Yeah. So part of what I feel we should aspire to is just to do good mm-hmm. to make sure that we don't like this cycle of repeating, you know, this cycle of. Uh, being rebirthed I, I think that's the word yeah just doesn't isn't continuous or whatever because the more you come on the more you find yourself probably find it like doing fresh bad deeds and yes, out, you know, yes, pain, you get yeah I mean? yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. um I, I feel life life is deep yo life is deep like all we can do is just be the best version so just take care of one another man just love like, one it, another. you know what it is yeah like life is deep but yeah. then when you get to the depths you realize yeah it's simple. It was simple. I thought just, you just didn't recognize it then because you yeah. didn't understand a lot of shit. You get what I mean? Yeah.
0: So I think um, right now I'm, I'm realizing that in like relationships, yeah. you know, uh, with people and then obviously my own personal growth. Yeah. So where I would like to take that is like into business. Like what is that hidden truth in business that mm-hmm. wants to figure it out? Mm-hmm. Like it just makes the process mm-hmm. make sense.
1: Like you, now you have that intuition of what to do next you know that is one thing intuition right mm -hmm. it's like the more mindful you are the more you the more you start to the more your intuition starts to speak well it's Mm -hmm. it's always speaking but because we're more intellectual we don't listen to it yeah so there are two parts of our brain there's the intellect and then there's the intuition right we uh because of how we have evolved to be thinking people we've sort of shut down that intuitive part of ourselves and the intuition i feel is a part of everyone that transcends time and space yeah and it's 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 like your connection to the godhead yeah and the more you become more mindful the more you listen to yourself the more it speaks like the the louder it speaks the Mm. the more you can hear it and then the more you pay attention to it the more it's just you sort of you sort of have like a like a sword you sort of battle like it you you go through life a lot easier Mm. because you are using a part of you that most people aren't using that's that's that is connected to everything. everything. It's one with everything. Yes. You get, you know what I mean? yes. So it's like so it's like the more intu- the more in, uh, intuitive you are, the more life you just smooth sail through. Like. Yes. You get what I mean?
0: Yes. It's easy to see the people that have like tapped in.
1: Yeah. People that you see them who
0: are like winning in all areas of life, not just like making money and all just mm-hmm. like winning in all aspects of life. Mm-hmm. That's 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 almost connected. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it, man. Yeah. Well,
1: for a first time episode of
0: being made, it's what How
1: long have we... Probably... Almost an hour,
0: man. Really? Almost an hour, yeah. Yeah. Right, it's it's six minutes.
1: Uh yeah, somewhere out there, there's a bustle of Budweiser begging for me to drink it. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta get there, man. Yeah. Dude, I enjoyed you... this. Yeah, I knew, right? I actually... This is my very first part. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So Dude. you Winston, Where can we
0: find you? What, what...
1: Okay, well, you can you can, uh, you can, can uh, find me on social media. I go by the name Snykogs, or Snykogs, S-N-I-K-O-W-G-S. Oh, yeah, see you. you so, yeah, that's, that is me on all social media platforms. My name is Yuri Winston. Uh, my YouTube video for like for my stand-up comedy is like, Snagogs Open my Comedy. Mm. You can find me telling my very, very rubbish slash amazing jokes on there. I bet they're amazing. Uh, yeah, thank you. And uh, I can't wait to come and see you like in person. Do I feel like I let you down right. earlier. Yeah. So now throw me your word and then I shall do a joke after <laughs> this. Let, let, let's, let, let, let me make magic on air. Go on then. Okay. It um, doesn't have to be easy. It can be hard. Celebrate celibate yes. all right as a rapper um i did an album about people who don't have sex i didn't sell a love i just sell it <laughs> well well that that, that wasn't perfect no that, that wasn't perfect but you know yes no, that, that was good that was good like Thank you. Right, right there, there. i didn't think yeah Okay. okay Man, man. Yeah, dude. Oh man. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Your uh Young God Podcast. Young God man. Rodney. Thank thank you. Thank yes, you. I really, really had a good time. And that's that.